Hey, special educators, I'm Jennifer from Positively Learning. Welcome to the Special Educators Resource Room. If you're like me, you're always looking for ways to save time and streamline your work. That's why this podcast was created to give you the systems and solutions you need to get your time back. Tune in for tips, tricks, and tools that will help you manage your workload and make the most of your time. Whether you're brand new or experienced, all are welcome in the Special Educators Resource Room. Hey, Special Educators. This is Jennifer from Positively Learning. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is a hot topic. I am asked this question every year, multiple times, and I've already seen it start popping up in the Special Educators Resource Room Facebook group. It's the question, what should I be doing with my time off to prepare for next year? Maybe you've just gotten hired. Congratulations. Or maybe you are just looking for a better school year experience as you wrap up this one. Now, I do have some of my tips and cautionary tales for you, but I also took it to the experts. I asked all of you for your hot tips, and I've gathered them here for this episode. So let's get started. These tips are in no particular order. I think they are all helpful and they're all important, except the last one. The last one is the most important. So if you do nothing else, please stay tuned for that very last tip. I was always the type of teacher that it felt like I was in this major race up until the end of the school year. And then after the last day of school, I'd be thinking, what just happened? You know, I'd have to decompress. I'd be a little bit out of sorts, out of routine, and that's okay. I just tried to catch up um, with friends and being human again and eating my lunch like a regular person, all those good things. But then after that week or two, I found myself just itching to get back into it. I always was saying in spring, oh, when I have more time, I want to figure out. I went into fix-it mode or problem-solving mode. And that's what these tips are geared towards. Now, you may not feel that way at all. So save these tips for when you go back to school. You don't need to do these on your own time. But if you are anything like me and just thinking, okay, next year's got to be better than this year, here's what I would suggest doing. All right, the first suggestion is to take advantage of all the yard sales and garage sales going on during the summer. I am not suggesting that you have to do this and spend your own money, but I really enjoyed looking for read aloud books or I always was looking for board games, not to necessarily have board games for my classroom, but instead to raid them and gather the fun dice and the different letter tiles or number tiles. They always make the best math manipulatives. And the other thing that I always wanted to find during this first few weeks out of the school year is to look for new planners, whether you're looking online or asking in a Facebook group for suggestions. But I know that I always had way more ideas than what I could actually accomplish. And a planner just was fun, even if I didn't use it once the school year started, because I was definitely one of those people. But I liked getting a planner just to start organizing my thoughts. Along the same lines as a planner is I always was looking for ways to organize things. Hopefully you have followed the suggestions that I had for closing up the resource room before the end of the year so that you don't have these stacks to go through because 
No one wants to do that on your own time during the summer, but I did like shopping for office supplies. And have you ever been to the container store? I don't actually purchase from there because it's out of my budget, but I love, love, love getting ideas. So I start looking at organization and different things I can do, whether it's binders for my caseload or it's containers and bins for task boxes. And as long as we're in planning mode, I know one of the things I always had on my list was paraprofessionals. I am not naturally somebody who leads other people. I never like had dreams of ever being some kind of manager. Some people are fantastically talented in that area. I have never had those delusions that I would be. But we find ourselves in those roles. So I always was telling myself during the school year, when I have more free time, I definitely want to learn more about using paraprofessionals more effectively tapping into their zone of genius so that they're happy, I'm happy, things are getting done in the classroom. So during the summer, it's a great time to either look at reading a book. I was often taking grad classes, so I would try to find books and information on those types of topics or take a workshop, PD, or just sit down with a notebook and plan out what it would look like if every piece of the puzzle fell into place with our paraprofessionals. Summertime is a great time just to dream, right? And while we're still in dream mode, let's think about classroom management, your behavior system. How did it go this past year? If it went well, awesome. Cross that off the list. You're ready to repeat it next year. But most often, it did not go quite as well. Maybe you came across a great idea in January, but you just didn't have the bandwidth to think about it at the time. Those are the types of ideas I wanna think about now. Now, this is not doing this searching on the internet, but maybe you're sitting at the pool with a notebook and you're just thinking about if everything was exactly the way I wanted it, this is what my classroom management system would look like and write it down. All right, this next tip was very specific to me. If this is not your situation or your scene, definitely save this tip for when you return uh, for back to school. But I had access to my caseload before the school year ended, my caseload for the following year. And of course, things may change, but for the most part, I actually, we had a system in place where I could meet families and students before the school year ended. And I just thought it was fantastic because as I was taking all those grad classes, I had that in mind. And students, when they came the next school year, there was a familiar face waiting for them. So if you have access, I liked to look through IEPs. I would not suggest going through the fine tooth comb because again, our students change, right? From year to year. But I could start looking at accommodations and how that was gonna work. Definitely not thinking about a schedule yet because we know that's gonna change. A million more times, but I could start looking at different goals, different objectives, matching that with the things I was learning as I was reading. And speaking of reading, if you are interested in deepening your knowledge by reading special education topics throughout the summer, I highly suggest focusing on just one or two books or articles. Don't be me and try to read a little bit of everything because then by the time school rolls around, your mind is going to be so full 
you're probably going to be feeling already overwhelmed. Instead, I would focus in on one or two and just go deeper. Read, stop, reflect, take notes, think about your own teaching situation, and then keep reading. And of course, if you are not interested in reading on topics, you want to give your brain a full rest, this tip is definitely not for you. All right, this next tip is what I think people are looking for when they ask, how can I prepare for the next school year? Usually those answers are going to fall into two different categories. They're either looking at how to set up their space, so then I would talk about organization, or they're talking about data collection and keeping up with it. Now, this is where I want to give you my sob story about what I did one year so that you never, never do what I did. One year... I was really excited to dive into setting up a data collection system. Now remember, I left the school year with knowledge of my students' goals and objectives. I also was splitting my time with the inclusion classroom, so I had the curriculum that the gen ed classrooms used. And I got so specific setting up assessments and data collection forms that were aligned between my students' goals and the curriculum. And it was beautiful. It was really great. I was so excited. I had fun working on it. It was exhausting, but I thought, oh no, it's worth it. I'm going to save so much time. And then I walked back into Back to School PD and I was greeted with a brand new curriculum. In fact, we had gone from like a real loose curriculum that we had put together to a big box curriculum. And there we were sitting in trainings that first week back. And basically, I just wasted my entire summer. Yes, some of those things could be repurposed because they were still aligned with my students' goals, but it was such a waste of my time. I would have been better served relaxing, getting my life together, getting giving my brain a rest, reading some fiction novels, I would have just would have definitely spent my time another way. So if you are feeling that urge to get everything in place so that you don't have to work during the next school year, please listen to my tale and please use caution before proceeding. Moving along with tips. Find a trusted mentor, somebody you can confide in that offers a safe place where you can share and ask questions. Now, Easier said than done, and this trusted mentor may definitely not be somebody at your school. It might instead be someone online. We have a closed Facebook community of almost 10,000 teachers at the time of recording this called Special Educators Resource Room. It's been in existence for, I think we're three years now, and it is a fantastic group. I feel very safe asking questions. And of course, you have the anonymous feature where you can get some great advice. So that is one place if you don't feel like you have anybody local. Another thought is that this definitely doesn't need to be a teacher. It might be somebody who just cares very much about you and that when you are sharing ideas or concerns, they are a great person to offer feedback saying like, this is what I hear you saying, maybe look into this or that and so on. So that is somebody I would definitely be looking at and maybe this summer you can spend more time nurturing that relationship. The next tip is to find a creative outlet. Maybe it's a hobby. It can be teaching related or something that has nothing to do with teaching. It can give your mind a break, whether it's about how to apply makeup, watching tutorials, or maybe it's cooking 
reading, crafting. Maybe you're making things for the classroom or other people's classrooms. For me, I was always a creative sort and I grew up in a very creative family. However, I'm the youngest and the talent just did not trickle all the way down. I love to read, I love to write, I love to draw, but that doesn't mean I'm necessarily talented in those areas. So what I did is I opened up a Teachers Pay Teachers store called Positively Learning. I opened this up 12 years ago and it was the best creative outlet. First, I wasn't able to find things my students needed, which is why I started creating, but then I just fell in love with the creative process. And it's funny, if you look at my journey over the 12 years, you can see some years I have lots of new resources and I'm always posting new things. Other years, not so much. And you can tell, if I look back on those years, I can tell exactly what happened. Some years were so tough at school and that's when I've just poured my energy in this therapeutic outlet and I created because it just gave my brain a break. Other years when things were going so well, I didn't have that strong need to create. So do you have anything that you love to do that just really gives you renewal rather than take away? What is your hobby? We have reached the very last tip. And as I said at the beginning, if you do nothing else, this is the most important tip to follow. I wish I could go back and tell my younger self to do this. And that is to rest. Do nothing this summer. Maybe rest to you looks like getting out, getting outdoors, spending time with family, friends, traveling, or maybe rest looks like staying in. Uh, binge watching your favorite show, reading that stack of books, doing absolutely nothing. I tend to fall somewhere in between those two. But think about what you can do to rest and get refreshed. It may feel like the least productive thing you could do, a huge missed opportunity to get ahead, but I promise you that work is still gonna be there whether you worked all summer or not, but the time to rest is not gonna appear next school year. So please take advantage and don't feel guilty and just enjoy it. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm dying to ask, what'd you think? Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe buttons so that you never miss an episode. You can find the show notes and links for everything mentioned in this episode at PositivelyLearningBlog.com. See you next week for more special education solutions.